Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's what you're talking about. This is Ronnie Mason. I'm bringing you a hot show today, a couple of hot topics, uh, big things going on in the sports world, uh, really touching bases on LeBron, the Lakers, and their performance as of late. If they want to go to the playoffs, who needs to shut up and play ball? We also going to touch bases on the Boston Celtics and Kyrie Irving as they have a little salt in the wound there. And then lastly, it's a topic that's really been on my mind and uh, talking about the NCAA uh, paying these athletes or allowing these athletes to be paid. It's going to be an open discussion forum. Definitely want to, uh, our followers, as we increase, uh, to go ahead and give us a call. Give us your feedback. Shoot us a text message so we can at least uh, shout you out and get you uh, recognition for your thoughts. Um, stay tuned. we got a hot show for you. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to What You're Talking About. It's your man, Ronnie Mason. Uh, really want to touch bases on in the sports categories, LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers right now. Uh, as you know, they are in that playoff hunt um, currently at the 10th seed, but they do continue to experience season lows right now with uh, losses to teams that they should beat and performing uh, not up the standards of the L.A. Lakers and their uh, historic franchise. <clears throat> Now, the biggest conversation that I've seen in the last couple of days is, is LeBron James to blame for the the return? Since the return of LeBron, is he to blame for the losses uh, versus the wins? And me personally, uh, as you know, uh, I am a huge LeBron fan, been one since 2003. Um, and me, myself... I was discussing with my grandmother the other day, who is also a big Michael Jordan, LeBron fan. So, you know, when we see, when I see the body language that I've noticed uh, as of late defensively, I don't care for it at all. Um, me, myself, even at my age and just my competitive nature, I'm trying to guard the best player on the court that beat me last game. Or if this guy that made three shots in a row, sign me up. I want that challenge. Uh, and I feel like LeBron used to be that guy. Uh, but also, I, I do notice, you know, him having certain, like, body, certain certain type of body languages that, uh, that just don't show leader, show I want to win, show that it's all or nothing, show that this is playoff intensity because playing defense is very important. And team defense is the most viable thing that I feel like the Golden State Warriors actually have control of. Um, and when they suck on defense, it's normally because Draymond Green is out. Now, granted, you know, Tyson Chandler isn't as young as he used to be or probably just in a position where, hey, he happy to be playing alongside of a great and in a legit area. Uh, JaVale McGee, we know he has his reputation of being a shot in the food candidate on a regular basis. So as far as being a vocal leader, that's not something they do. And, you know, LeBron, I feel like, used to be that guy who was high energy offensively and defensively and realized that good defense turns into transition offense. Um, and I don't see that. You know, I am very disappointed with his play 
lately. And, you know, even with him trying to be the GM behind the scenes and trying to bring certain guys in and not understanding, like, hey, you might just have a young group of guys versus veterans, and then you got to take them under your wing. Now, in defense of that, you know, he took KD under his wing for all season, made him stronger, taught him how to train like a pro. And next year, he come back and win MVP. And haven't really looked back since for LeBron and also has said bad things about LeBron. And probably got KD his first shoe contract. Uh, then you go to Kyrie Irving, did the same thing, came to Cleveland, helped him out, showed him how to win, showed him how to put in work, showed him how to be healthy uh, and train his body versus, you know, just dribbling drills. And, you know, Kyrie also turned his back on him. So I feel like LeBron might just be done with these young cats and trying to help them out uh, to teach them how to eat. And then they want to turn their back and talk junk behind him, behind his back. So, you know, it's definitely a whole bunch of stuff going on right now in, uh, in that locker room. Um, also, speaking of Kyrie Irving, there's a lot of stuff going on in his locker room in Boston. Uh, I feel like he's definitely experiencing what LeBron experienced with him, a young ego who thinks they're greater than everybody that's in front of him. But also, I feel like he's taking the LeBron approach and trying to throw people under the bus. And we all know that doesn't work in certain atmospheres. And when you throw a teammates under the bus, it causes scrutiny. Uh, kind of gives you that Antonio Brown, like, I don't want to be playing here no more, so trade me, bro. And I don't care what got to happen. But, you know, I definitely want to hear your feedback on this. I would love to have an open discussion. And, you know, the next episode, I can actually play the conversations that we have, uh, that we will have with each caller. Um, You can give me a call at 904-516-0049, and we can create an open discussion. Uh, We'll love your thoughts, man. What you talking about? Welcome to What You Talking About. Uh, we're here to discuss a couple of new topics that we have for today. Um, I actually have a guest co-host um, here talking it up with us, uh, Roger Bass Knight, uh, very highly known in Durham, basketball. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm here. I'm here, man. I'm here, man. Ready to chop it up, man. Yes, sir. Man, so look, man, our subject today, we're talking about uh, the NCAA um, and should they have to pay the athletes that they give full scholarships to or does the education take care of everything that those kids have and imagine to need in life? Uh, I mean, I, I think that it's it's ridiculous to think that kids can uh, – generate this much money and there's even a question about whether you know they should be paid or not uh i I think the nba they're the ones that are really missing the ball because they're kind of forcing it upon these kids to to not necessarily go to college because they don't have to go but you know for Mm -hmm. a 17 18 year old kid you, you 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 might not be ready to go overseas. You know, you might want to still be here. So, um, but regardless of that, regardless of what the NBA is doing, 
there's no reason why these kids shouldn't be getting paid um, based on the revenue that they generate. I'm not saying you pay right. somebody who isn't generating any revenue, like you're not going to pay right. the, <laughs> you're not going to pay the badminton team or anything like that. But, you know, if it's basketball, football, men's basketball and, and, and football, because of the money that is generated, there has to be a yeah. conversation about, you know, how much of that money <laughs> is actually, you know, should go to those kids. So, you know, it's, right. a, it, it, it's a slip. You know, it's it's a slippery slope because what's going to happen is, well, what about me? Why why don't I get paid? I'm an athlete too, and then you know, as, right. so I think it should always come down to revenue. Got you. So uh, I know Northwestern, they made a huge push on this uh, a couple uh, years ago. Um, and, you know, those kids, they normally come from a silver spoon or they have a more yeah. prestigious background and upbringing. And they right. made the argument they deserve to get paid. So, you know, when you got kids that are from, you know, South Carolina, uh, which don't have a whole bunch like Zion Williamson, and, you know, I, I feel like he might deserve to get paid. Uh, the thing is, you know, do the NCAA necessarily have to pay them, though? Um, I think that I, I, I think that it would make the most sense for the NCAA to pay them. And, and the reason why is because once, once those dollars start coming from other places, mm-hmm. then that kid's loyalty and fealty is not to – you know, the institution or, or the organization that's actually like paying Zion a certain amount of money um, and Duke isn't, Zion is going to be more loyal to Nike, right? So yeah. he's going to be yeah. playing for Nike. He's not really going to be playing for Duke. He'll be wearing the Duke uniform. But if Nike is paying him, then, you know, if Nike says, hey, man, I, I want you to do this during the game or do that during the game or I, I, I need you, I, I would like for Duke to lose this game. If somebody in Nike says that to him, you know, he has to go with, with what Nike says because they're, they're paying him. And, and, and so you, I think the NCAA, the, the problem with the NCAA is that, and, and this, is, this is 100, the problem is that they want to create money for these institutions on the backs mm-hmm. of, uh, of these athletes and, and the young black athletes. I mean, it, at the end of the day, those are the money makers. And so right. it's like you have, and, and, and I really think, I, I really think that these top players, these top athletes, if all you're going to do is go to a school for one year and showcase your talent, and generate yep. billions of dollars for that school. Why not go to a black school, bro? It's not gonna hurt you. It's probably gonna help. Right. <laughs> because the thing is, if Zion Williamson went to North Carolina Central instead of Duke, mm-hmm. you telling me Central wouldn't be on TV? You telling me right. those Central jerseys wouldn't be flying off the? Uh, so it's like for for me. I, I really think part of the issue is that, you know, as as parents and as, you know, people that are dealing with these young people and, 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 and you're a voice 
to these young people that they respect and that they listen to, you know, if you're one of those top athletes, man, and you got to go to college, look, man, go to a black college. Go to a black college. Right. And that ain't to be racist or anything like that, but, you know, somebody's going to make money off of it. But the thing is, somebody's going to make money off of you. And and, and that's one thing about the African-American community that, that, you know, we, we really have to do better with. We have to really start to understand the, the market value and understand how Mm -hmm. to drive that (laughs) towards, you know, towards, towards black money. You know, you want to, you want to compound that and, and, what these guys are doing is they're taking their athleticism and, and their talent and their and their height and their stardom and they're just putting money back into, you know, universities that at one point didn't even accept black folks. So it, it's, it's, right. very, it's a very deep, deep conversation. It, it really is. Yeah. So one thing, one, one uh, twist on that that I have, I mean, I know you said Nike, um, and I, I would hope you know that could be something that's a little bit more regulated. Whether it be a person that works for Nike that's trying to get his commissions up for next year as he brings right. on somebody like Zion. But me myself, I'm looking at why can't the boosters, alumni, and you know places like people like that take care of these guys? Whether if he work at a car dealership, and I'm just gonna throw a couple names out there where you have yeah. the UNC. Uh, football team a couple years ago, uh, uh, all those guys like Greg Little, you know, Marvin Austin, they're receiving gifts and things of that nature. And then you got Terrell Pryor, who at Ohio State was probably one of the best dual threat quarterbacks to come out of high school. But, you know, when you get to that plateau, yeah, you don't have a license, but you're driving rental cars like 645 BMW and you get free tattoos for your jersey. You know, like, what does that become a problem? Because really – it's his jersey, uh, and the guy was willing to give him tattoos for it. And telling me this college athlete can't go ahead and learn how to create his brand and market himself accordingly so he can receive benefits from that, then I feel like that's a problem too because really and truly it's like a paid internship for what he about to have to go through on the next level anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I think that that is, that is definitely, definitely um, – uh, I, I think the issue is just so much deeper than just the the the, the sports of it all. I think that there is. I'll tell you, if if you're 18 years old and uh, a studio or a director sees you and says, "Wow, this kid really has some acting talent," you know. And they put you in a movie, and that movie, you know, they pay you whatever amount that they pay. Like you're going to get paid for that talent, and you can sing really good. <laughs> and somebody yeah. discovers you, you're going to get paid for that talent. The right. only two. So what about blue chips? What do you mean? So the guy. What about the guy line of the movie Blue Chips? I love like, that's I like my favorite movie, dog. Nobody. <laughs> Now, nobody was hurt in the process of all of that happening. Like, they, these kids figured out a way to take care of their families prior to them actually making it to the big league. Yeah. And they went to that 
college and they played, they went to class, they still had to pass SAT. So those things were still in front of you. Now, the thing that I have, I've always had a problem with is like these teachers or these coaches getting their grades fixed and these kids don't have to apply themselves because really and truly, once you get injured, what you going to fall back on, like somebody helping you out because that ain't going to happen in the real world. We just try to see what you can do for us now. And that's just the reality behind it. Right. But on the yeah. other side, I, I really feel like, you know, I don't see where it's a problem with saying I'm the big man on campus and I can go to a club promoter and tell him, yo, I can have every bad chick in on this campus and I can have all my homies come and flood your club out. I just want 50 percent of the proceeds. Where is that wrong when he really has that kind of following and brand? Well, and that can start on Instagram. I, well, but here's the thing. What 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 it comes down to is the government being able to regulate those dollars, right? So if and and, and this is the same thing that that is kind of going on with marijuana right now. You know, it's about government regulation. It's about how much of a piece is the government gonna get off of this, right? And the, the, the thing about how, how taxes work, it's crazy because it's like they take tax out of your check and then what you have left over, you, you, if you go to the store and buy something, you have to still pay tax. So you're paying tax on that. So what, so what happens and the reason why that's relevant to this is because if the government can't get a piece of this money that's exchanging, if it's off the books, which in a lot of cases, there you, you can make that money off the books as an asset. You know, it's just like the tattoo. That's off the books. That's not something that... Yo, welcome back to what you're talking about. Um, sorry, we we're new to this, so we didn't know we had to pay a couple of sponsors and bills, so we had to uh, put Anchor out there. Like I said, this platform that we're using is Anchor. Roger, you there? I'm here. I'm here, brother. All right. So yeah, man, we uh finishing up on this subject. Uh, does the NCAA um athletes deserve to be paid, and should the NCAA have to pay them? And uh. You know, I always think about the LeBron situation when he was in high school and uh, with his mom taking out that loan to get that $80,000 Hummer. Uh, we knew she couldn't afford it, but the bank knew what was about to happen. And, you know, uh, as we were finishing up the last segment, we was talking about blue chips and how that transpired. So, Raj, what do you think about the movie Blue Chips? Hey, man, that's one of my favorite. That's probably in my top five favorite movies in the history of a movie though. So yeah. I know that movie word for word from beginning to end and what's what's you know, like you made a good point about, you know, how those kids how they were able to, you know, get taken care of and nobody was hurt, you know, by right. by the booth taking care of those kids. And and you know, that makes you know it just what what happens is that I think in that in those situations the kids aren't protected. Yeah. And that is where 
the booster situation makes me nervous because it's For a second, you see there? I might have some technical difficulties. Um, but going to finish up on what he was saying with the booster, uh, I definitely understand the safety side of it. But now, this is where the parents get involved, where they actually get a chance to be parents and uh, make sure their kids are taken care of and educate them on. What's going on? Uh, That's and, true. You know, That's if, your son, if your if your son is about to be a star, you know, you already told him like you better keep your nose clean and stay away from these girls. Now you got to start telling them, hey, this is who you be loyal to, and you make sure you got this taken, and let's get it in right. And then you know, if we do want to sign with this guy, let's let's be loyal to him on the back end because he took care of us first. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's like he got game too. That's another movie that that kind of exposes it exposes it like Blue Chips did. You know, it's like yeah. it, it it's like you always. The thing about the the kid is that the kid like nothing in life is for free, right? And right, I don't think that I don't think that people value. Well, okay, let me not say that. What I'll say is is that. They, when these boosters are giving these kids money, these boosters yeah. are giving them money as an investment. They're not giving them money right. out of the kindness of their heart. Right? Exactly. So what is that kid on the hook for? You know what I mean? Like, if, if, if the booster, if a booster hands you two bands, Mm-hmm. Kind of lost you there for a second, Bass. <clears throat> Followers, please understand this is our first time experiencing uh, adding on a live uh, chalk up session. And that's what we're going to call it. Trying to chalk it up right now. Um, but he should be coming back here shortly. You can't hear me. Also, at all? remember if you will, you can't hear me at all. I can hear you now. Okay, I couldn't. It faded out. I don't know what happened. Oh, okay. Welcome back to what you're talking about. I do want to apologize first and foremost for the technical difficulties that me and Roger had for the first time. Like I said, we're first time users on Anchor, uh, so we're still working out all the kinks. And if you ever interested in having your own podcast, try Anchor. I definitely would recommend uh, for first time users and those who just want experience and send if it's something you want to do for a profession, give it a shot. Um, on the other note, I hope you loved our topics today. I definitely would love to hear your feedback on the topics that we had in play today uh, with the NCAA uh, and play, should be, players be paid. And then we also had the LeBron, the Lakers performance, if they really want to make it to the playoffs or not. Uh, like, like I said before, definitely appreciate y'all listening. Uh, stay tuned. Give us a call. 
Give us a text at 904-516-0049, and we'd love to hear from you. Till then, we'll chalk it up.